Hello and welcome to ESPN Crick and Force Stump Mike. I'm Kartikeyer speaking to you immediately after stumps of the fourth the oval test between England and India. The series is tied 1-1 and we've had a thrilling day of cricket where 13 wickets fell. With me today will be the man from our live report Matt Roller and of course our resident stat man Gaurav Sundararaman. Welcome gentlemen. Matt, I'm going to start with you and let's talk about the final almost the final piece of action in the day. How how big of a wicket is 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 Joe Root? It it just feels like I I don't know the match the series everything may have just been tilted by that beauty of a delivery by Umesh Yadav. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was um an almost unplayable ball. I think it it's as close as you get more or less in test cricket sort of nip back miles. just kiss the top of off stump uh and yeah when you consider the form that roots it i think um you know he is only previously had one score below 50 in this series and that that was his lowest score of the series he looked in such good touch um he was 21 off 24 balls um before that that ball from from umesh and yeah i think it's it's completely changed the complexion of the day really um when you consider especially that india were what 127 for 7 i think when pant um hold out to mid off um yeah firstly that that um sort of crazy innings that we'll get onto from from shardle um followed by uh yeah two two new ball wickets for bumer and then that ball from umesh uh yeah i think it's it, the game is pretty nicely poised um i think england have a slight advantage but obviously they they have a pretty um vulnerable middle order at the moment and yeah i think uh, that that late wicket has definitely change things from uh from what about an hour ago as we record so um yeah very very interesting day apologies to any jasprit bumrah fans who was sensational with the new ball but we're going to still focus on umesh yadav who came into the side gorav there is this photo of his where he's leaping in the air and you can't see the ground it's it's like jorut's wicket sends you flying <laughs> uh whether he planned that delivery whether it was expected i don't know but uh a huge wicket uh, that to the fact that the two guys i saw a tweet just before uh, coming into the pod uh, two guys who have actually came, who came into this squad today um, uh, shardul and umesh have been like the two big heroes of the day so uh, umesh has been uh, i would say i don't know like one of the questions in the presser which which they asked bharat arun was how to stop joe root from scoring quickly uh, initially and today also he managed to quickly score quickly so they clearly had some plans it didn't work but just at the stroke of uh, close of play that wicket is huge and yes uh, everybody thought bumrah would be the guy who gets root's wickets but it's umesh yadav i'm surprised the two of you all are still calling him shardul takur we've heard a lot of lot of nicknames for him a lot of puns on his name I'm probably going with Stardul. I, I like that one. I, I think that that's pretty cool. Which which one's your favorite, Matt? Yeah, I saw I saw a monger at uh, T on on our ball by ball commentary called him Hurricane Taku, which I thought was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll defer to G Stats. I, I think there's some kind of meme culture around this guy. <laughs> yeah. So about Hurricane Taku as well. Um, there were a few replies to to Monga calling him Hurricane Taku, saying in India, if you translate it to into Hindi, effectively it's Tufan. the word for hurricane or a storm so it's tufan thakur which 
which provides the T <laughs> and the T, the, the, the nice way of putting it there as well. Gaurav, which one is your pick? Uh, I heard they call him Beefy. That was something I learned today. That was surprising. But Lord is what I thought they always call him. So. The the most commonly used yeah. one. There's there's of course Shardulkar as well. There's Shardul Haq, which I heard today. <laughs> that that was pretty cool as well. Uh, uh, how got a, how good was he today? Man, that that innings, you know, a lot happened in the day. I mean, we're talking about a time when India were at one twenty seven for seven, like Matt mentioned. He just he he lit up this day, especially if you're looking at it from an Indian point of view and from an English point of view as well. There were times where you felt that they they, they dropped him once as well. There were times when the umpire didn't give uh, him out when he was LBW as well. You felt like everyone on the field and watching wanted him to stay on. Yeah, and talking about uh, the different names, remember Shadul Taku wore jersey number ten, uh, which was Sachin's jersey in his debut, and it became a big controversy. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, he didn't bat like Sachin, but at least he ensured that uh, uh, India got some valuable runs. And I thought that's the best way to play. Uh, you know, when you're sometimes you have uh, when you're completely nothing's working for you. You're playing the classical shots. You're leaving the ball, and uh, you're just one ball away from a wicket. That's how the conditions were that time. I know there was some amount of sun which came out when uh, Shardul was hitting, but a very good counter-attacking. Uh, innings and we have seen glimpses of this is not some uh, one-off types right he's done it in GABA he did it in a couple of ODIs he had a beautiful cameo against West Indies in an ODI uh, he's done a couple of uh, good knocks in the IPL so he has that capability for sure and today everything came off so that was very very valuable in, in terms of the match context so props to Stardul Thakur there for for taking India to at the end of the day though Matt it was still just 191 and that that in any first innings of any Test match that's that's probably not enough. How would England have been feeling at that stage? I mean, after Shardul got out, they got the final two wickets almost immediately. I think in the next in the following over and 191 England at that point would have expected, especially with Joe Root being in the form that he is in and Malan looking good in the previous Test as well too. To, to, to get a substantial lead in, in this first innings. Yeah, I, I think um I think England would definitely have taken bowling India out for, for one ninety one, uh especially straight after winning the toss and choosing to bowl. Um Root sort of explained at the time that that was largely due to the, the cloud cover, the overhead conditions, and actually, you know, the weather did improve as the day went on. Um the ball stopped swinging at, at about I don't know forty five fifty over something like that, um, but I think I think England will be actually to be honest pretty pleased with how they bowled. I don't think they actually did that much wrong to to Charlotte. I think maybe um, you know maybe they could have tested him with the short ball, but equally they they tried that at Lords to um, the Shami and Boomer, and and that didn't didn't turn out so well for them. I think the most pleasing thing from England's point of view, um, firstly, will be the fact that Chris Wokes uh, returned and sort of came through. As well as he did, because um, you know it, it's been talked about quite a lot. But this is Wokes' first Test and first first class game since um, since the end of the Pakistan Ma- series. Matt, ex- ex- explain one thing to me: How many returns is Chris Wokes going to make? And I'm putting returns <laughs> in air quotes there because you know what? I I look at Chris Wokes. I see a really, really, really good cricketer and. I mean, this is definite bias here, but I don't remember a bad performance. I just remember him going on the Lord's <laughs> Honours Board. I think a few times. Yeah, I mean, he he won um he won England's uh, Player of the Year last summer in in terms of Test cricket, at least. Um, but yeah, he's just had this terrible run of bad luck, really. That's meant he. I think he's missed eleven Tests now. Um, because he he was a close contact when Moeen got COVID at the start of the Sri Lanka tour. Then he was rotated for a couple of the India Tests, left out for a couple of India Tests. 
uh, came back and was rotated out of the side for the New Zealand test at the start of the summer after the IPL uh, and then bruised his, it was a really strange injury that kept him out for the first three tests of this series. He bruised his heel sort of slipping down some stairs. Um, so pretty, pretty freak stuff. Um, but yeah, he, he came through really well. Um, took four wickets and, and I thought, um, you know, it, well, he, he made the initial breakthrough getting row hit. Um, and after Anderson had barely swung the ball in, in his first four overs, Woke sort of immediately got it going. Um, probably was, if anything, um, slightly more disciplined in his, in his length, uh, than Anderson was, because I think Anderson a little, went a little bit too full early on, was a little bit floaty. Um, a couple of half volleys that got driven, whereas Woke was very much sort of hitting the pitch on a good length at decent pace, getting plenty of swing and yeah, him and Robinson, um, I think shared seven maidens in a row between them when they got those first two wickets and that, that was a, a crucial thing but yeah so so I think Wokes was a major plus and then also I think the fact that um that there wasn't it, there were a few sort of um wickets that fell in in quick succession especially right at the end but um if you sort of look through the scorecard I think uh you know out of the top eight uh, Rohit faced the fewest balls which was 27 um so most India batters did actually sort of get in um but only uh Virat and then and Shardul um sort of pressed on past 20 so um they were, they were pretty ruthless in in keeping uh keeping things tight early on in batter's innings um didn't really let anyone apart from Virat and Shardul get off to flyers and that meant that um yeah they managed to, to get breakthroughs before people were sort of able to punish them mm. yeah I I thought the first got of the first 40 minutes I thought India India did well I think it just had to do with those, those I mean it's 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 an old cliche right dot balls, dot balls, dot balls, bring you wickets at some point. And this was seven overs in a row, seven maidens in a row, two of which turned out to be wicket maidens. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if also it has to do with the Duke ball, Duke's ball, you know, it generally starts swinging slightly later. It doesn't start swinging immediately. And Vokes uh, is a massive upgrade from Sam Curran in this series. Yeah, you know, just the fact, the way he's bowled. And so, so what does Vokes do right? Gaurav, is it just is 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 he different to any of the other bowlers England have, or is it that he just does the basics well, like Matt mentioned, just put pitching it up there and then letting it swing? Yeah, I think his he's a conditions bowler. Matt may agree or disagree, but his record away from home is vastly different from his record at home. So I think for him conditions matter, and he uses his conditions very well. There are some bowlers who do that. So uh, pitch it at the right line, identify your right line and lens. He also has some. Uh, Good. Uh, I think they showed a clip uh, in uh, today during during the first session about how the seam was in such good position. He lands it perfectly sometimes, so uh, all that helps. I guess he's kind of mastered the art because, like Matt said, he's coming and playing after such a long time, and to kind of uh, nail it straight away is not at all easy. Uh, if you take uh, say the Indian bowlers for example, uh, I think Umesh and Shardul both uh, haven't been playing so much. Uh, cricket and I don't think they were as accurate as say uh, Chris Wokes right so uh, I think just the fact that Sam Curran just didn't get didn't have things going he gave a lot of easy runs whereas Wokes has managed to keep it tight so literally you have like uh, four guys constantly coming at you and Overton who is uh, who had a brilliant test match uh, uh, at Leeds now is the so-called I would say the weakest bowler among the four, right? So that that's how much of an improvement Wokes has given to this attack. And mind you, he also has a century against India, so uh, he can bat as well. So uh, 
very impressed with walks and very consistent he should have had uh, more wickets he should have had kohli i think he was dropped to uh, drop him so uh, feel for walks but uh, he did a great job yeah impressive performance he finished with 4 for 55 in the 15 overs that he bowled he was supported of course by the consistently impressive as he has been in his entire short test career so far ollie robinson who picked three wickets the drop catches though matt that that's a bit of a worry i think four into in total yeah i, I mean if well, to be honest there's been a bit of a persistent issue for england over the past however many years i think they they were pretty good um at headingly in terms of their catching but the problem has been sort of these regular changes in personnel and i think you've seen that i think you probably saw that today um you know it, for example there was the catch that um Gaurav mentioned that went down off Kohli where um it was probably Burns's catch at second slip um he didn't go for it uh Bairstow had gone for a very similar one from second slip uh in the last test so which meant that Root hadn't had to go for it Root went pretty late today um but obviously you know it's a slightly different person there's a slightly different relationship um and obviously Bairstow was keeping wicket um with Butler absent on on paternity leave um so yeah it's, it's things like that, that that probably don't help and there was a similar one later in the day where Overton was sort of diving across Burns from third slip um, but equally I would say I think catching was pretty difficult um, at times today because I think especially when the ball was swinging in the in the morning and in the morning session and then in the, the start of the afternoon session you could actually see it nipping around between it, having hit the edge and then before it had reached the fielder so the one that um, root court uh, off Jadeja um, in sort of early afternoon actually wobbled away sort of late and pretty low uh, and root, root sort of said you know he, he let out a little expletive after catching it and said wow that um, that that moved late uh, or words to that effect at least um, so yeah I think it you know it's not it's clearly not been a, an area where England have been perfect for a little while um, but inevitably when there are changes um, that that's going to lead to some, some issues like it did today. But yeah, equally, I think there were some decent catches held and um, some slightly easier ones put down. So sometimes just the way it goes, isn't it? So let's get into the nitty gritty about India's batting and, and we'll come to Jadeja's promotion to number five, because I have a feeling it may have something to do with the selection of, of, of the side that, that happened before it. But first got of Kohli's Virat Kohli's innings. I, I do not know what to make of it because some of the shots that he played were glorious. It, it those, those cover drives are gorgeous as, as they always have been. But you look at it, it's a score of 50. He was dropped somewhere in his 20s. So that's basically two two times he could have been out in 50 runs. And, and it's it, it probably tells you the talent of the player that it is a little disappointing sometimes when Kohli just gets to 50. Yeah. Well, it's a tricky one. A lot of people tell that Kohli is out of form, but it doesn't look like that. You know, he seems to be getting those starts. It's not like 2014, uh, where he hardly could get bat on ball and he was getting out for single digits. But this time, I feel like he's always been in form. And maybe England is, like he, he mentioned, it's a hard place. Root is an exception. I think uh, benchmarks are too high, maybe, for Virat Kohli. I think he played a very good knock. Uh, easily the best batter today. And... Uh, Anything slightly full, he cover, He drove them very well. A couple of good cover drives. Uh, he was he was not very tentative. And I think now, I, I, I don't know whether Matt agrees with me, but uh, I think Robinson is in his head right now. Uh, 
appreciated him which he doesn't uh, do during a series uh, generally and uh, he's got him out what three times now mm. so so i'll give you i'll put i'll put a stat out here matt for you seven out of the eight innings so far this summer which includes the wtc final kohli has been dismissed by a player and this is coming via gorov kalra who was formerly of this parish kohli has been dismissed by a player with a name ending in sun so that's uh, <laughs> jameson anderson and robinson let's let's include sam karan also right it's pretty close yeah exactly karanson <laughs> <laughs> <Currency>, yeah <laughs> so that 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 that's it matt what did you make of virat kohli did, did you think that number 7 century number 71 was was coming or is this something that just in every indian's fans head it's going to sit until he actually gets there <laughs> well there was there was an amazing um spell after he uh, had been dropped i think he was dropped on 22 23 something like that um but there was an amazing spell where he he was timing everything unbelievably well i think there was one cover drive that took him to 45 off anderson the absolutely nailed and then it, it, there was actually a close up where he sort of licked his own lips in that was that was how good a shot it was um <laughs> but yeah he the, i thought he looked really good i think he made a slight technical adjustment um which was being discussed on sky where um he was just batting slightly further across um sort of covering his off stump slightly more um i i don't think that made a huge difference it might have played some kind of role in his dismissal but um i think in particular it meant that he was more probably throwing his hands at um at drives out for balls that were wider outside his off stump maybe more than he had in in the series so far but he he looked really confident he scored a lot quicker than the vast majority of india's players um and yeah i when he when he reached 50 off 80 something balls i yeah very much thought he was on for a big one but um yeah as you say robinson has sort of it seems to have got the knack against him at the moment i think he bowled something like 10 or 11 consecutive dot balls um immediately before that wicket and and i think you probably saw the the pressure tell to a certain extent because he was you know trying to um trying to get off 50 exactly trying to work a ball to leg that probably wasn't quite there to um to play that shot to um and yeah i suppose it, i i don't think anderson or curran falls into this but in terms of um jameson and robinson i suppose the big similarity there that springs to mind is just the fact that they're both very tall and both have very high release points um and you know bowlers like that who nip the ball around are very difficult to play in english conditions because um if you can find a bit of nip either way uh, off the seam from a good length and you know a good length ball is hitting the the top of the bat um then yeah it's it, it's a pretty pretty difficult cocktail so yeah i i i've sort of looked in slight um puzzlement for a for a, a while at people sort of trying to say that Kohli's never going to score a ton again or anything like this i think he's still an unbelievable player and um yeah i'm sure it'll come soon it's um whether it'll come in this series i don't know but i i yeah i think he uh, he's clearly making changes that are benefiting his game which is um you know exactly where you want to be more or less so that was virat kohli's batting but let's move into before the match a decision that probably virat kohli was part of along with the team management leaving arashwin out got up for the a fourth consecutive tests now i remember we spoke on this very podcast during the first test match it was it was fine then that shardul probably played that that test uh now and, and and when we spoke then i was sure yeah and i'm sure a lot of people were that ashwin is definitely going to get a chance during this test series there is just one test match to go <sighs> 
what's going on here? Was it was it the right call today? Irrespective of what happens with 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 the England batters, especially when you do not have Ishant or Shami, because the assumption got up was that Ishant goes out and Ashwin comes into the side. Yeah, so this is, uh, let me just uh, stay on this topic for some time. So there are two sides to it, Karthik. Uh, one is um, let's look at a neutral's angle to it, and obviously Ashwin has to play. Uh, we as fans, also as most people on social media, most experts have said that when you just look at a man-to-man replacement, Ashwin is greater than Shadul Thakur or Ashwin's greater than Umesh Yadav, who has the so-called replacements, correct? So if you Ashwin was never the competition for Jadeja. I think most people uh, who who kind of been following this understand that Ashwin's not a competition for Jadeja. Whether both can exist together is what the big debate is. And we, we know that Ashwin is better than Shadul or Umesh. Uh, so you would naturally want Ashwin to play. But now I just put my captain's hat on. And today in the 11th over, Chris Wokes was their third bowler and uh, uh, Overton was their fourth bowler. And the uh, conditions were overcast and England were bowling. So assume India were bowling at the same time and you had your 12th over, 13th over, you had Ashwin coming in because you have only three quicks. Correct? I think so that's where the captain has this dilemma that hey what I need four quicks because if I'm going to Ashwin will be very useful in the second innings even though I personally feel that he's a very good new ball bowler and he can easily get uh, uh, say a, a David Malan and a, a Burns out pretty uh, easily he has a good probability but I don't think the captain thinks like that so that's the kind of justification I have so so, so if you're talking about quicks but then so then why don't you feel that he shouldn't be like for like versus Ravindra Jadeja because Jadeja as a bat batter has improved dramatically and uh, and he showed it with his bat and as a fielder and he can play a holding role so he plays he has three different roles right so uh, Jadeja as a bat batsman has done pretty well in even in this two so far I think before this test he was the third highest run getter after right uh, uh, Rohit and uh, Rahul so that's why I never felt that Ashwin and uh, Ashwin was a competition to Jadeja. But definitely he's an upgrade much, much better than Shardul or Umesh Yadav. But I think Kohli has been harping on the fact that he needs those four quicks. And you look at the wins, Karthik. They won in Gaba with four paces. They won in Lords with four paces. Yes, they lost it headingly. But you know, when you win most of these test matches abroad and something keeps working and you won such an epic series in Australia... Uh, these things will be there in the minds of uh, uh, the coach and the captain. And maybe the World Test Championship final is where they, maybe they felt that that was a mistake because they lost that game, even though Ashwin was really good. But sometimes you just are judged on the results or maybe the number of overs Ashwin could have bowled would have been lesser because of the conditions, right? So as a captain, I felt that, okay, they've decided that this is the template. And just because they lost once, they don't want to change it. So this is my reasoning and justification. Even though, like you said, it doesn't matter about the results, but it's a very, very hard and brave call to lead someone with over 400 wickets for such a long time. Very hard. I don't think past teams would have done it. Uh, Just imagine somebody dropping a Kumble or a Harbhajan for someone else, right? Even if Ashwin was 200 wicket uh, bowler, I would have said, okay, fine. But 415 wickets it's not easy but yeah it's a brave call no absolutely fair enough and then then therefore uh i do not think that the promotion of jadeja on personally i i don't feel that it had anything to do with 
any of the team trying to prove that Jadeja is a better batter. You don't need to prove it. You can just see his scores during the series. He's been pretty, pretty good with the bat. But Matt, going back to the to the start, and I don't want to hold Virat Kohli too accountable for his words there, where he said that a better matchup for left-handed batters will be Ravindra Jadeja in... Uh, therefore implying that probably it's not Ashwin. Maybe he just said it because there was nothing else else left to say. And and maybe he just doesn't want these questions anymore. That the side is winning. It's won all the series at stake. It's England. Let's go, like Gaurav said, with a winning combination. Yeah, I think that if the match I was saying was, was a slightly strange comment. But I think it, if you sort of put it back into the context of how he said it, he was talking more about the fact that... Um, with four right arm seamers mainly bowling over the wicket, it would create rough outside that off stump um, for the four left handers. One of whom is Anderson, by the way. So, um, it, you know, it's three we're really talking about. Um, and yeah, I, basically, I, I would say that I, I think Gorav makes a lot of good points and they're entirely fair. I would still have lent towards picking Ashwin myself. I think, um, you know, firstly, I think. I, Shane Warne made quite a good point this morning where he said that um, when you when you think about the, the role that you want the fourth seamer to do in your bowling attack, you generally want them to perform a sort of dry holding role. Um, and when you're picking Jadeja already, given how he keeps it so tight, um, it, you know, you can effectively pick him as the fourth seamer. Um, obvi- obviously, that's a difficult thing to do you know in the in the circumstance Gaurav talks about their sort of 15 overs into the first morning it, it might be a bit challenging um but yeah personally I think that India would be a stronger side if they'd pick two spinners I equally think I don't know obviously I, I think Jadej is a, a brilliant all-rounder I don't think his case for inclusion is necessarily that much better than Ashwin's at the moment as an all-rounder obviously you know he has done all right in this series but let's remember he's taken two wickets uh, in three tests, and uh, you know, I think he's, I think he's averaging just under twenty five after after his dismissal today. So it's not like he's he's having the series of his life. Um, so I think either um, combination. So Ashwin coming straight in for Jadeja, which didn't sound like it was really considered, um, or Ashwin playing instead of one of the quicks, which again didn't really yeah, sound I, like. I, it was I think considered. what 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 happened with the Jadeja thing was Jadeja after the previous test put up a post, a photo from a hospital where yeah. Yeah, and I think Bharat Arun addressed it in the press conference yesterday as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if, if Ashwin would have played, it would probably have been... It, it sounded like, from what Kohli was saying at least, that they it would have been... The only way he would have played would have been ahead of Jadeja and probably only if Jadeja wasn't fit. But, yeah, I, I you know, I, I doubt it's where this test is going to be won and lost, to be honest. I think um, if India go on to lose this test, they will look a lot more at um, their, how their top, what, six or seven batters played... Um, today rather than at the non-selection of Ashwin in all likelihood. Uh, yeah, I think Matt just nailed it in the end. I, I was about to kind of make a similar point. It's the batting which is uh, letting India down, but the changes always happen in the uh, <laughs> in the bowlers. Mm. And uh, the fact that uh, in olden times, you would never see one of uh, like the best bowlers not play right like i saw a tweet i think again from gaurav kalra that uh, ishant ashwin and uh, shami have like uh, more wickets than the the guys who are actually were playing uh, in the 11 so 
that's some amazing bench strength and the fact that if ishant and shami were there i would still say okay fine you're playing for the really good fast bowlers the moment you get in shardul and umesh with due respect i know shardul performed umesh performed great but ashwin would have we'll never know what ashwin could have done he could have easily uh, got those wickets as well so very tough call i like mad i am totally for ashwin to be part of this team because you're kind of just telling now ashwin that hey we don't need you for overseas test uh, we'll just play home test with you and this is what and this is because none of the batters can bowl remember that if hardik pandya was playing all we wouldn't even be talking about all this hmm hmm fair enough okay so matt you spoke about where this test can be won and lost but let's talk specifically about day 2 where will it be won and lost and what do you think will happen tomorrow uh, it's a good question i mean you look at where england are um overnight overton's in as night watchman milan played pretty well tonight but there are a few plays and misses and he's playing his you know second test since 2018 and then you look at what's to come and you've got um pope who's been recalled you've got bersto who's been recalled at the start of this series you've got moeen who's been recalled in this series wokes he's been recalled in this series so you've got quite an inexperienced team that um you know on, on its day could put up a, a very good first innings total but equally it wouldn't be a huge surprise to see them rolled out quite cheaply um i think my my hunch is that england will probably get bowled out for something in the sort of 270 280 region but um you know it could easily be 100 runs either way um so matt roller is saying that england are going to score 220 more runs without jorut that that's a bold prediction matt Yeah, I don't know. I I I feel like there were, there were enough scoring opportunities from the change bowlers especially um today. I think Takur and Siraj both were a little bit loose tonight. Um I don't know whether that's uh you know necessarily going to be repeated tomorrow. I think that it, the the beauty of where this test is overnight is that um it's it's very evenly poised. Um I think what the 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 key thing to bear in mind tomorrow will be how uh, how Pope goes because he's you know i think about 18 months 2 years ago pope was sort of um firmly uh considered to be the the future of english test batting he was the brightest young talent and probably since root um and he's still only 23 um but has has definitely um struggled a bit more over the over the last couple of couple of years um sort of wasn't picked at the start of the series having come back from an injury uh and has had quite a lot of scrutiny on his technique because he's been batting a long way across covering off stump um he thinks that it's the right way to go a lot of his sort of um tv analysts disagree with him um but yeah it's it's worked really well for him in first class cricket and uh he he actually averages i think it's a just over 100 at the oval playing for surrey um in the county championship but um as we know and as we have seen a lot over the last probably 5 to 10 years in particular um there is a massive difference between the standard of bowling in the county championship and the standard of bowling in a test match so yeah really interested to see how he goes tomorrow um how he sets up as well whether he's covering off stump or he moves slightly further back across towards middle um but yeah that that that's my that's the most interesting part of tomorrow as far as i'm concerned so this podcast size will be on oli pop for tomorrow final word with you g stats I know India have a lot of plans for Pope and Wokes. You know they bowl short to Wokes pretty uh, pretty often in the last tour. So I I know India have plans for all these batters, and without Root, in the England batters average around twenty three twenty four. So we need someone, uh, as in we in the sense England need someone to like uh, really 
do the job of what Jodu did and they need a minimum of 350 to like stay on top uh, but i'm with matt my prediction is pretty similar i think they'll be they'll just get a 60 70 run lead at the most hmm gorav and matt thank you so much for joining us today on espn cricket for stump mike let's know we'll be back with you in just about 24 hours